Welcome everyone, my name is Kevin and I'm here again with Aji and today we have Steve. Want to just introduce yourself, tell us about yourself. Good evening, my name is Steve Moyes. Um, I've been working with young people for 13 years. I'm a serious violence worker. I'm a man of the world. I've been there, worn the t-shirt, it's in the bin. <laughs> All right, so... Let's talk about what you do now, like what what career path are you in? Like you said you was doing something for the youth. Yeah, um, I work with young people, I, just, I drug and alcohol, serious violence. I've been doing it for about 13 years. At this present moment, I'm working in a semi-independent. Mm. But the reason why I'm into this job, because I was a rude boy myself. So, you know, Back in the day, I used to do all the, all the madness out on the street. You know, served about 13 years in different prisons all my life. So I've been there. So I thought, you know what, the best thing for me to do is to give back. Because I've taken a lot out of the community. Do you understand? Yeah. And that's what I do. It's the best thing I've done. Working with young people, changing lives and make a difference. You know what I mean? So let's, let's take it back to the beginning then. So like... Where was you born and raised? I was born in Labrock Grove, St Mary Abbott's Hospital, 1961. Um, Born and raised in Labrock Grove. Labrock Grove was the first area to ever have a race riot. So it was, the race riots was in 1958. Mm. But I was born in 61. But the race, race, I mean, racism was still prevalent in in the area. So, you know, so I had to be, I grew up tough. Family of nine. Yeah, big family. Uh, how many brothers? Five brothers, and three sisters. Mm-mm. No, sorry, five sisters, three brothers. <laughs> I'm the youngest out of nine. Wow. I'm the only English born, right? <laughs> Parents are from Dominica. So, you know, you know what they say, there's not much to do. So you no was, TV. You was the first generation. Yeah. Alright. First generation. Yeah, so we, you know, there was, you know, you know, times were really hard for us but you know what I mean but we you know we got through it do you know what I mean and then we know we moved from certain houses and then you know you know mum and dad worked both of them had two jobs do you understand me but the reason why I went that way because I thought to myself my mum and dad struggling too much I want to do my own thing do you understand and and that's how it started do you know what I mean and then I started out on the road what you call shotting, I was selling back in the day. Yeah. Crack cocaine, cocaine. Got involved into it. Got sl- got a uh, you know a habit. You know, I used to hang around in a place called All Saints Road. I don't know if you ever heard that. Mm-hmm. All Saints Road is the most yeah. notorious road in the whole of Labatt Grove. It's the it was one of the richest. It's the richest I can say ghetto ever because it's in the Royal Borough Kensington <laughs> Chelsea right yeah you know what I mean so I, that was my place of education I call it so that's where I was I grew up in you know what I mean how old was you when you started to do all of these things what commit crime or sell drugs or hang around on the grove um you can name from well beginning. from the beginning I started from the age of 14 oh wow I was out there man I was doing my thing can I ask you a question yes me um, may what made you decide you wanted to actually start trapping? Because I wanted to. 
no other reason. No, because yeah, because yeah, I liked, I liked, I liked nice things, and my mum and dad couldn't get me those nice things. <laughs> so I wanted to do it myself. Nobody, nobody told me to do it. Because mm-hmm. my mum would say, "You follow people," and I said, "Mum, no, it's me." You know what I mean? You know, it's me. I wanted to, and I, and mm-hmm. I did it. My first prison sentence was 1978, 79, and I got three years. So that's wow. over what, 40 odd, nearly 40 odd years ago. Do you remember that's what for? Uh, that was for aggravated burglary. I used to go around to them rich areas in places like St. John's Wood and tie up the rich and take their money. <laughs> Sorry, I don't yeah, know. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, just rob them. You know what I mean? No, just, but it was the it's what it was yeah. the way it was. Do you understand what I'm saying? So I said, go and we used to go up there, go in there, go and just get into the house. You lie down, you lie down, you come with me. Open the safe, shut up. <laughs> and then, but that's how it was because we were fearless. Do you understand me? If you're gonna make money, make money big. I'm not going to go to an idiot place, you know what I mean? St. John's Wood, Kensington, Chelsea, Chelsea, all these places we robbed. Do you know what I mean? I was on all the newspapers. I was on, on temp, you know, like, you know, news at 10 back in the day. Oh, wow. or, you know what I mean? You know, three years for a young boy at the age of 17. It's big time, bud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for real. And I went to a prison where there was hardly any black man because I went to a country jail. Uh-huh, yeah. You understand? So where we had to do what we had to do. And from there, my life just went, it just spiraled because I liked the excitement. I loved it. Then I discovered All Saints Road. That's even worse. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? You know, I, I mean, I'm not lying. The amount of drugs I used to have around me was just insane. Mm. You know, there's be, there'll be men that will come up, yeah? Like I say, excuse me. He goes, I've got, a, I've got lots of drugs in my car. And I need to sell it. I said, show me. And like you see, like stacks, stacks bricks or you can call it of weed in the car i said wait there i said to my friend get your car back it up i'll take everything put it in his car i said to the man don't come i'm going bottom business <laughs> and it was a regular thing because you know because no, they were stupid back in the day you understand yeah. me them man they were fools do you understand and that's what i always do do you get what i'm saying you know, I'm not. I, I'm keeping it real. I used to rob Arabs. You know, like Arabs. I, I used to rob them because I couldn't stand them. You know what I mean? I used to go in their houses, take all their drugs. Do you know what I mean? Even like, well, I remember one time they, as they, we went in there, there was three of us. We thought it was three of them. And next minute, you know, they start to go, you know, they start to do that mad thing. I said, what's happening? Next minute, a man come from one door, and next one come from one door, and so there's six and there's three of us. So it was to kill to be killed. Oh, and I know I wanted that guy. I wanted the drugs. I wanted the money, and I took it. I was wounded, but I took it. So that's the kind of life I led. You know what I mean? You know, it's different now, but you know, we was that all rounder. You know what I mean? I'll fraud, sell drugs, rob, burgle. Mm-hmm. You know. You know, and um, am I ashamed of what I did then? No, because it was a part of life. So you have no regrets whatsoever? No, I ain't got no regrets because it was me, you know what I mean? You know, I wasn't, you know, I was classed as a bad man, but, you know, I would, I would kind of see myself as more of a, a, like, a rude boy, but a sweet boy in the same time. You understand what I'm saying? Because mm. even though I like money, I like the ladies. Because mm. if you ain't got the money, you ain't going to get the woman. Mm. You understand me? You know the score, you young boys. And you over there. Don't be smiling like you don't know. And you too, you know what I mean? You know this. Am I lying? It's the truth. Do you understand me? And it was just life. It was it was fantastic. I felt, you know, I felt I was in a movie. 
All Saints Road is a no-go area. Yeah, everything you've got all shops in there. I never, I, you know, for about four years, I never bought nothing from the shop because people used to steal and bring clothes like in expensive shops. I used to buy shoes, crocodile skin shoes, lizard school shoes for about 150, 200 pounds, silk shirts. You know what I mean? Mm. We were slick. Mm. You understand? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You have to be slick because if you want to catch a girl, you have to be slick. And you know the first thing the girl do is look at your shoes. If right. your shoes ain't saying none, mm. she ain't having it. <laughs> I think it's even happening now. Am I correct? It's still happening. Yeah? We got to check. Yeah, yeah. You, you mm. got to look at their shoes, right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah and that's how it was. <laughs> you know? So, see, you went jail when you were 17, yeah. three years. Then you come out. How did that feel for you coming out of jail after Buzzing. that at a young age? Buzzing. But you know why it didn't affect me? Because everybody was in jail. You see your friend. I said, Wait, what, I'm careful, what's happening? Do you understand me? So it Jeez, didn't so. affect me because all my mates were in there. And that was the first time you went in, right? Then I went a second time. Then I went a third time. Then I went a fourth time. But I just didn't care. I was ruthless. I didn't care. Jail was jail. To me, it's nothing. What was the shortest time you was out for? Then um, you went back in... When was it? Um, it was really funny. I think I came out in 1987 and then I went back 1989 to the same prison. Two years. Yeah? And uh, it, it was really funny. I went back to the prison. They were, oh, welcome back. I said, have you got my, myself for me? That's for a joke. They knew who I was. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You know, I was like, you know, I, I was high risk. I just liked to tea for like money. You know, it, and I still wasn't affected. You know what I mean? But when you go to prison, because then, I, then I, I remember one time my daughter was born, you know what I mean, you know, but you think, I checked my daughter was born and everything, but what you don't realise, all the time that you're in prison, you can never make that back. Yeah. You know that, don't you? You can't. And, 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 it's, it's, and you know, when you're out on the road, we're selfish because it's all about us, but we're not thinking about our siblings, like our parents, because they're the ones are going for it, but we don't see that. It's all about us. Oh, make sure you get me this. Make sure you get me that. Make sure my girl get me this. You better come up and all that. But, you know, as I got older, I realised it's not about us. It's about them. And the last time I went to prison, I saw my mate's sons in there. They were calling me uncle, bro. Oh, no. And that's when I knew I can't go back there. Yeah. For do you real. understand? Yeah. It's a waste of time. You know what I mean? And that's why I do the job. And I'm proud of the job I do. I'm the real deal, Holyfield. You understand? <laughs> I know my, I mean, you know, I know my shit. Am I allowed to swear? Yeah. yeah. yeah all right, cool, right. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, you know, after, you know, you know, I know my shit. Do you understand me? Mm. You know what I mean? And, you know, it's funny because um, I go to court now and it's funny. I sit right where all the prosecutions are and uh, barristers with my badge. Oh. And, you know, the judge will go, oh, Mr. Moyes, have you got the report? Yeah, I said, yes, sir, and I have already submitted it. Can you imagine him calling me by my name like my brethren? <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? I'm used to being in the dock, yeah? Yeah. You understand me? And you look by me in them glasses, because that's what they do, don't they? Mm -hmm. They look at you like that, and they put their glasses on. And I'm used to going down there, but, you know, I'm in the front, you know, then they talk to me, and I'll get up, and I'll do a supporting statement. I said, yes, I'm um, blah, your honour, blah, blah. Thank you very much, man. I said, thank you, your honour. That's how he talks to me. Yeah, you know, changed. my life's changed in such a way, it sometimes, I still find it hard to believe. Mm. Do you understand? Because, you know, like, imagine, like, me, big-ass old criminal like me, in court. I'm going to give you one example that was the sweetest thing is I went to visit 
a client. Now I can go to prisons and visit client, legal visits. So I've gone in, saw my client, say like I've come to see you, yeah. and I said, all right, Kev, look, don't worry about it. I'll contact your mum. It's under control. So you've gone to like where that door is and gone in. So I saw a screw I knew. I said, oh, Miss Campbell, how are you? Hear it to me. What are you doing out here? Get back into the room. She must have thought I was in jail. No. Listen to this. Don't worry about that. I want to share what happened. So she's come up to me, but I just flashed my badge. I said, can't you see who I am, what I'm doing now? And she went, she, she didn't even know she was tongue-tied. <laughs> she saw the official badge. I said, that's my client. I said, could you open the door? She kind of like screwed my face. So here the screw. Could, could you open the door for Mr. Moist, please? She had to open the door. She went to talk. I said, save it. <laughs> Do you know how buzzing I was when I came out of there? Yeah. I could have done. I could have moonwalk all the way home. You understand what I'm saying? Because she still judged me. Do you understand? And I still get judged now. I got judged one time working in um, uh, not Suffolk Crown because I used to be in Suffolk Crown, Isleworth. So I'm sitting down, minding my own basis. This I don't know who she was. And Asha, she went, "Excuse me, who are you?" I never even answered her. She could see my badge. Mm -hmm. And then she goes, I'm, I'm talking to you. Oh, no, I never said a word to her. So when we was going out, yeah, she goes, I find you rude. I said, you're fucking rude. I said, don't ever ask big man blood clot question and walk. <laughs> you know who I'm doing. Why are you asking me? You never ask anybody else over. There was a, there was a couple of white people there with badges. You never ask them, but you ask moi. Mm -hmm. And you know what make it worse? It was a black one. Oh wow! You see it. See, it's always your own people. You see, it's your own people. You understand me? No, you know, and still. you know what? I'm, I'm even trying. I'm, I'm actually making a documentary about myself, about turning my life around. Do you know what I mean? Because I got involved into drugs, bro. I got involved into cocaine, crack cocaine, smoking crack spliffs. I'm gonna give you a synopsis of. I'm alright, am I cool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. cool, right. I'm going to give us what happened is, I remember about 2006, I must have been out smoking, drinking, still partying. I had to go to church the next day. So I took. I said, listen, I'm going to bed. So got my suit ready, my slick suit, shoes, looking Chris. Still look Chris, I'm still a Chris guy regardless. I know this. Yeah? yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know that. You know what I mean? Because it's, you know... I bought, you know, look, it doesn't matter how much money you got. If you ain't got class, it doesn't matter how much money. Money can't buy class. Mm. I've always had it. Yeah. You understand what I mean? We have got more class than these celebrities. They don't know. They just got the money. Yeah. Yeah, but we know, right? So anyway, so I've had to go to the church. You know, it was getting, he's, he's doing his first communion. It was nice. We all jumped in the cars. We're going up. Kensal Road to go round around about nearby Sainsbury's to go over Labour Grove to go to Chamberlain Road and we got surrounded by police cars <laughs> with all a trailer load of cars yeah so the, the police come out and said to my cousin we need to the, this car this car's wanted and we need to um, stop it or something I said to my cousin don't listen to him it's me they want because I was on the run. Yeah. Oh. Do you understand me? But I was kind of glad that I was on... I, I'm glad I got arrested because they were kicking off doors. Yeah. And it wasn't It wasn't nice. Even though they said, no, nah, it's cool, Steve. No, it weren't cool. The and I was getting fed up of smoking, smed of snorting, fed up of drinking. And you know what? When they, when they took me out of the car, they didn't even handcuff me. My grandson was only, what? Barely a couple of months. He's 17 now. Mm -hmm. Yeah? My grandson. 
and they said say bye to your family so i went and then i got arrested and i went to the police station now i'm in a suit i remember being in the custody suite so one guy goes yo 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 you are solicitor i said no i'm a criminal yeah <laughs> he goes rascal he goes boy you don't even look like a, a criminal i said what does a criminal look like <laughs> you understand so anyway so i had to go for a, uh it's called a trigger offense i was working for burglary and fraud so a trigger offense is anything to do with theft you need to get drug tested so you know oh. the night before i was partying yeah so anyway so they've drug tested me so they've got the plastic police in, sorry the plastic police i call you know them police them them community police yeah. one of them the real one we call them plastic call them plastic right <laughs> you like that one yeah them, they're plastic though aren't they you know what I mean? That's what I call them, plastic police, right? Anyway, so, well, you know, we're all sitting down, say, like, I'm here, you're here, and the plastic mm -hmm. police is over here. So now, he's done the test. So I know it's you and the plastic police that is, like, looking at each other. He's looking at you to say, well, so I said, hello, I'm here. What are you not <laughs> talking about? So he's gone up to me. He goes, you told me that you were indulging with cocaine. I said, yeah, I was. He goes, your test come back negative. <gasps> How? <laughs> I'm going to tell you why. Everybody's body chemicals is different. Whatever you take and I take, it could affect you in all different ways. Do you understand me? And you see, from that day, I looked up in the sky. I said, you know what? This is my time. I've never touched anything. I've 16 years clean. No, no, no lapse, no relapse, no craving, no rehab. I did it. Me one. Good. You understand that? Yeah, because I believe you can have that, all the that tools. A round of applause. Yeah, I mean, yes, nice one. Thank you very much. Thank <laughs> you. Seriously, it, you know what it is. You can have all the tools, yeah, and you can have all the support, but it's down to you to say, "I don't want this." And from there, I've not looked back, bro. I, this is what the job I do. I, I work with kids. I love working with kids. You know what I mean? And I'm, and I'm a realist. I'm not into the. You see, in this industry, they like to hell hand. I'm not. I keep it real. I've had to tell a young boy the other day, I said, listen, mind you talk to you, I never come on my mum's pussy all this size. Real talk, oh. I'm blatant and I'm raw. Even my manager goes, boy, you have to hold it down. I said that you can hold it down. No I'm shit. not holding it down. And that's why they love me, because I'm a realist. Yeah, that's what, that's what boys like That's what they need. Anyway. You see what they do? They pet with these kids here. Do you understand me? Oh, this, no, 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 no. I just tell them how it is. I talk to them how I talk to my kids or my mum used to talk to me. Yeah. Yeah? So, one thing I want to ask, so obviously, on the media, people, a lot of people glamorise the real stuff, obviously you see all the good things about it, tell us the negative that comes with it. Like, what, well, the glamorise? Like, yeah, obviously, being on the road is always glamorised on the media, so like, what is the thing, the, the part that people don't know, the, the bad side of it? When you're, when you're on the road, yeah? you got to play hide-and-seek with the police. You're marked, as you know. You know that, don't you? Yeah, yeah you're marked. What does that mean? Like, you're... What, I mean, they know who you are. Get you, innit? They you know, know it's like, they know who you are, innit? They know, they know, if they nick you once, they know who you are, right? What I'm saying, it's like a hide-and-seek game. You know what it's like. you just got to keep avoiding them. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay, okay. You're going to have to get stopped. And, you know, it's different now. Like, now, it's like, you know, gang culture. But obviously, you know, we had problems with certain people. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. We have to mind. I ain't going to lie. I used to carry my thing. I used to carry my little 007. Well, you were little. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? I had my little thing. You know, I've had the wars. And, you know, it's, 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 all right, it's glamour. I don't glamorize it. Mm -hmm. Even when I do a talk, I don't glamorize it. Because it's, 
whatever crime that we commit it's a ripple effect it affects everybody in the community you understand me and it's the negative part is well, for me was taking drugs making money but you know what it was as well i wasn't looking after myself i just wanted money 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 when you start chasing it yeah that's when you start getting a problem and it to me it was a big problem you can't glamorize it and there's a lot of negatives there because it affects your family what you do do you know what i mean because you begin to get arrogant as well you know what it's like the young boys when they get money you're arrogant you think you're walking on water I'm glad, I'm glad you said that because that's really what it is. It is. You yeah. think you're walking a wire. You know the score, innit? You know, you think, listen, once, you know, if you've got a pile of money, right? Ooh, a monkey on chat to you. coming like Scarface. You understand <laughs> what I'm saying? You know the score, innit? Yeah, I'm all, it's the truth, innit? You can't, when you've got all that money, but you know what? In the end of the day, it's still negative because, well, like I said, I was selfish. I was always thinking about me, parents. My mum was, dad was old. Sisters and them worrying about me do you understand me even though when i did ch a child it's it's not as it it's glamorous but you can't glamorize it because there's a lot of pitfalls yeah like now the kids now right with the gang culture it's it's all good but you better be prepared to do what you got to do yeah you know i had to tell a woman the other day she goes oh my son's a good boy i said listen to me stop chatting about the fuckery I said, listen, if you're if they're shooting your son shooting too, yeah, you you know what it's like. You gotta be prepared to be killed. If you're gonna be in this game, yeah, and that's far from glamorous, you know what you gotta do. It's no point you walking around and you ain't gonna go and do your thing. Do you understand? And you know what? It's 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 you know what I mean, even though I was saying I was doing that, but there was a dark side to it for me, you know what I mean? You know, I remember one time I came out of a drum and about 10 Arab men rushed me and then they fucking killed me some licks. What's a drum? Drum in the house. Oh. So I'm just talking Cockney wise. You understand no. what I'm saying? Drum. Oh Sorry, it's so like, yeah, drum. Stop, don't do that. How am I supposed to know a drum? I've never heard Sorry. that. Sorry. That just come, come out the drum, like. Yeah, come out the drum. Before? Yeah. <laughs> Have you heard I've it heard it the Yeah, sorry, sorry. I tell you, <laughs> <laughs> he's killing himself over there. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> yeah, I came out, I come out the drum and then I heard the noise. Hala, you know that noise, it really freaks me out. <laughs> <laughs> and then them rush me and I remember I had my thing on me and I couldn't find my thing and we were rolling down the stairs and they cornered me in between two doors and they weighed me in. Yeah, let me tell you something. They weighed me in. You know, you just have to curl up and hold those licks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. And then one of them said, "I said something like ha," and they all stopped. <laughs> he must have <laughs> been the boss. Not seriously, up. I can't exactly say what they said, but he was like the boss. And he looked at me. He goes, "You're lucky. You could die here tonight." But they're ready for the police. Listen to this. You see, when the policeman come, hear me. I'm glad I seen you, because I was fucked. I couldn't even what the policeman had to get me up, yeah, take me downstairs, right? He didn't even put me in the back of the van. He put me in the front van of him and drove me to the police station. They couldn't even interview me because I had three cracked ribs. They weighed me in. Black eye, twist up mouth, footprints on my face. You know what I mean? Ripped my clothes off and everything. So that is the negative part. Do you understand me? It's not you can't glamorize it when i go to schools i don't glamorize it i just keep it real the pitfalls you know what i mean 
You know, oh, another thing. When you go to prison, right, and you've got a girl, yeah, that girl, yeah, your brethren is waiting for you to go. You know that, innit? Your brethren, and I say it all the time, your brethren is waiting for that, for you to go to jail, and then he's on it, yeah? And what happens is, she might, I might say, I, I might be the guy, say, yeah, how's Kevin, man? She goes, oh, yeah, Kevin's cool, you know. I say, yeah, here's some money. And then you'll come, she'll come and say, oh, you know what, Steve gave me some money for you, and oh, Steve's cool. But this time, Steve's trying to wheel her in. You know the move, yeah? You know I'm that that's line. That's how the game goes. Yeah, that's how the game goes. Gen Am I correct? You're correct. Yeah, yeah, you know that, innit? That's what so, they do. Wait, <laughs> but would you, okay, honest question. I'm going to ask three of you. Would you do that? I've done your, it. Would you do that to your friend? Nah, I probably do it to our friend. No, no, no. Back in but the day. I can't lie. I feel like it's been done to a man. Yeah, listen. Back in the day, I ain't going to lie. Wow. I ain't going to lie. I, it, it was a friend, not a brethren. Yeah. If it's a brethren, no. If it's a friend, she's getting it. <laughs> well, you think I'm going to lie? What? You wait. After I done see, I say, yeah, what? And I said, what? Kevin's inside. But anyway, this is the this is what I say. I said, well, you know what? The, and then the next time, I'll be in my car. I said, where are you going? I'm going to see Kevin. I'll drive you to the prison. But she ain't going to tell you Steve is outside in the car. You see the difference? Mm. Then we just drive away in the sunset. Does she let you hit? Come on. Well, good looking like man of me. <laughs> Take this wow. thing down. Here. Those are trash. <laughs> <laughs> you understand you, but you know the score and that's one of the pitfalls and another thing as well there's a man has always got a number one a number two number one get everything number two brings the drugs that's why it's to do yeah my number two she bring everything for me number one's cool she's the queen she get everything number two her job is to bring me my things and you better know before we talk we better before we talk you better be passing my thing <laughs> then me tell him i love you <laughs> you understand so that's the pitfalls but we we don't realize right until now right we're exploiting that girl we're putting her in the front in the firing line but see see where the arrogance is and the ignorance there is and the selfishness that's the negative part it's not glamorized i've never glamorized crime yeah i, I you know i it was glamour but when i'm talking about it I don't glamorize it to you. It's not. It's not the one. Mm -hmm. You know, our parents are the ones that suffers. Do you understand? Do you know how much money it costs to keep you in jail? On average, or say like an average family who don't really have much money mm -hmm. for a year. That's about five grand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, going here, there, everywhere, going to different prisons. It might not seem much, but five grand is five grand. Do you all understand me? Yeah, thing. travel. Do you know what I mean? Some who don't have it, and they who 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 has got it, they spend more. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's a lot like, a financial thing. Like I said to a man, man said to me, "My girl's got to visit me." I said, "She doesn't have to visit you." She goes, "My girl's safe." I said, "Your girl ain't safe. Houses get broke every day." You understand that one? Not even your girl is safe. You know what? I tell you, next man's on that, and that's why it was. So back to the question, no, glamorous, no. This the, the the negative part is what I've told you. It's it's it. You know, I went. I was in a dark place. You know what I mean? You know. Then I started to snort cocaine and fuck. And I said, oh, I've got to go and make money. It's going in yards in Kensington High Street, sliding doors, creeping, taking piles of money. If I saw you, like, I said, wait, what? You want some champagne? Come buy some champagne. If you smoke, I smoke because I like it. People around me. 
Do you understand me? Because I'm not tight with drugs. Because people are tight with drugs. I'm not. I was a guy that give you. See, if I see you, I said, yeah, come here, see somebody here. Even all you talk, you know what I mean? So I see someone, come, let's smoke. You know what I mean? Um, there was one time you were telling me a story about um, the time you got arrested. And it was like, like in the movies, um, The American Gangster, that movie. Remember it was in the gym? Which one? What time was that? You said that um, you come at the church or something. Then that's what I just told you. That's the church one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I came out the church. That's the what I just told you. So and I've gone out there. Could you imagine coming out of a church? Yeah, with all your family and your kids, and yeah, you're driving, and next minute a block of police surround it. Can you believe it? Yeah, it's like an American gangster. Would you say that was the worst? arrest yeah because family was there yeah mm. and if you know how much that hurt me that hurt me that really affected me big time mm. it affected me i'm telling you you know at one stage yeah and my last two sentences was really kind of getting to me because i lost my dad while i was in prison and that's one of the worst things you can do and i couldn't really go to the funeral because he was in dominica i was in an open nick I was in a place called Latchmere. It was it's a it's a I forgot the name of it, but I used to go to college and come back and uh, and my, imagine that my dad died while I was in prison. Do you know how much pain that is? So there comes the the negative part of being on the road or stealing or being criminality. You know what I mean? You lose your father. You can't get worse than that. So that's what I had to deal with. Do you know what I mean? That psychologically damaged me. I could have you know what I could have left that jail and said you know what and jump on the plane but what for what am i going to be on the run for yeah for mm. real. yeah i mean you know what was the longest sentence for um funny because when i did three years in 1978 i did two years out of it right no two years two months because i was losing bird mile a minute yeah. do you know what i mean and um yeah so but my longest sentence was four years but i did 21 months so i would say the longest sentence I done was the first one because I did more time, mm. but I got more of a sentence four years because don't you do half in it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I was on remand. But um, I would never want to go back there again. Believe I'm telling you, I've had op ample opportunities to go to prison and work. I don't like the smell. Do you understand me? I don't want to go and. I wouldn't want to like go to your cell and open the door and say, look, come here, you want to come and see me? I'm a drug worker. I wouldn't like that because I know what it's like. Yeah. Slamming nuts. You know what? You know, when you go to prison, yeah, it's like a cattle market. When you go in, there's everybody there. Oh, you got a fact that there's a big room like this. Oh, you know, you've got junkies. You've got nutters. Then you've got to go and see this one. You've got to sell this one. You get your, your all your clothes, some prison clothes you've got to wear. Go to your room, go to the cell. And when that door shuts, that's when you know you're in there. And you could be banged up with anybody. You know what I mean? You could be banged up with a man that killed his family because they like they they watched EastEnders and he didn't. Do you understand what I'm saying? You got you don't know who you're gonna get banged up with. You know what I mean? There's a negative part. I ain't gonna lie, there's there's times I've been in there and it's really, really got to me. I'm not lying because I'm thinking, What do I why did I have to do this? Do you know what I mean? And then the pressure on my kids was I think you know the pressure on my kids because my eldest daughter knew but my two young ones never knew mm. do you understand me and when I got out I had to like be honest with them and tell them where they come, where they come from but they're proud of me because yeah. of what I do
Mm-hmm. You've come a long way. It's the story, mm, the little story you've just yeah, given. I'm like, wow. Yeah, it's long. It's a long way. It's a long way. It's a long way. So back to what you do now. Yeah. Just do you want to expand on that more? Like, what is... Would you do work with? And I work with kids, young offenders, drug addicts. I write about at this present moment now. I'm in a semi-independent. I work there on the weekends. I manage it over the weekends. While I'm, I'm, it's, I'm there over the weekends, and there's six people in there. Some of them are looked after children, social services. Some of them have been abused. Blah blah blah. Some, some of them are asylum seekers. And basically, I'm just there. You know, they go and come back. You just have to like tell them. You know. You know, you know, sometimes, you know, what it is, some of these kids' lives are finished before it started because some of them come from an abusive family. Some of them come from Salamacy because they were abused on the way, traffic on the way. And, you know, you've got to tell them how to wash. You've got to tell them how to cook. Some of them are, you know, nasty is the word. You understand me? They don't know nothing. Do you understand me? I have to show them how to clean you understand? And that's the kind of... I've been working there about a year. I like it. But I want to get back to the road and do what I do best and be... get. I think I want to go back into the, the violence, seriously violence. Do you know what I mean? But um, it's, it's it's quite interesting. Do you know what I mean? Because I do sleepover. If when I go work tomorrow, I don't leave until Monday because yeah. I do the sleepovers. Do you know what I mean? And so I work weekends. But... Um, being doing these jobs is the most rewarding thing. It's the greatest thing I've achieved other than having my children. So with what you was doing before this one, mm-hmm. that's what you want to go back to? Yes, I want to go back to the drug and alcohol, most probably, and um, serious violence. So with that, what do you lot really do? Well, when, when, well, my last role was I was a drug dealing prevention worker for the whole of Harrow. It's basically trying to get youths... It's, it's hard, listen to me, it ain't an easy job Definitely. to change a young boy's life in this climate. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. It ain't easy. But, you know, I'll tell you how I changed a guy's life. I, he, you know, he was shot in. It was blatant he was shot in. But, you know, still have to support them in what yeah. they need, yeah? So, he, you know, he, every time he come to see me, my man's got a, a, a box of trainers, yeah? <laughs> I said, are you showing off on me? You know what I mean? But that's how we talk. He goes, no, no, big money. Anyway, so I said to him, show me that trainers. So them time it was, Air, was it Air Force One? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Them, you know, the Air Force yeah. Ones. Yeah. So I said to him, sell me that trainer. He goes, what do you mean? I said, sell it like you're shot into me. So he sold it. He goes, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I said, yeah, well, I'll have a pair. I said, what did you just do? He goes, I sold it the trainers. I said, you sold it to me legally. I said, that's what you could do. See the skills that you've had before? You could turn it into a legal skill. Mm-hmm. But he didn't see it that way. And then, but he had to go, he, he had to go to his family somewhere in country, so I couldn't see him for a while. And when he came back, he goes, you know what? I've been thinking about what you said. He goes, can you get me a job in JD Sports? And he's not looked back since. Mm-hmm. Because you're hustling. Because if I, if I, if I'm, if you, you know what it's like, yeah. you know what them use, a lot of them people, they're going to try, say, oh, try that one. They're hustling too, but it's a legal hustle. You understand? You know, and, you know, try to get them into college, you know, university. Just try to change their lives and speak to them and, you know, we give them tools to deal with, you know what I mean? And, you know, some of them, yacht, especially the yacht ones, you know what I mean? They're, they're really hard to, to get through. But you know what? If, you know, I've saved, I'm not lying. 
I've saved quite a few lives. I've I've housed so much young people. Do you know what I mean? Got them. I've got them into college. And what's that thing there? When what's the what's that? Oh, that's the one. Apprenticeships. I've got them in there. Do you know what I mean? But it's hard work. Mm-hmm. And it's persistence. Do you understand? Yeah. And not only that, when I see these kids, a lot of these children, it reminds me of me. So that's what gives me the drive. Motivation. The motivation. Do you know what I mean? And don't forget, like I said, remember what I said earlier on? I'm the real deal Holyfield because these people out there who earns 60 grain a year are just tick boxes, tick boxes, motherfuckers. Do you understand me? That's all they do. Tick box. They know shit. You understand me? When I go to them big meetings, their man has got name before their name. You understand? But they know rubbish. They know nothing. Do you know what I mean? But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's just to get him, you know, it's hard work. Say like, uh, every 10, I might, every 20, I might save about one. But if you can save one, you're doing something. Yeah, for real. Do you understand? You know, drug and alcohol. I, I've even worked with mental health in um, South London. South London is, hey, don't play with South London, you know. South London is like the Twilight Zone. Yeah, there's um, some serious suits over there. Yeah, not like here. Over there, they're on a different planet. Believe you me, over there. I work in some hostels over there, and boy, they're off key. Mm-mm. Believe you me, seriously. They're on the right platform, but they've missed the train. Do you understand? Yeah. But um, I want to go back. I think I want to get back because I can see what's happening now with these kids. Maybe they, and I don't think there's enough. In, there's not enough of me about. Yeah. They need more people like me about. You know what I mean? And they're not. It's just not happening. And it's not always good because I've got previous convictions. I've been to jobs where they don't want to take me because yeah. obviously I've got previous convictions as long as there's room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 even though. I'm an ex-offender and, and I'm, the, the, I'm the prime candidate. Some people don't want that. They don't like it. So it does go against me. Mm-hmm. Obviously, what, what I'll say, with that, you need to start to think about how you're going to get there. So you need to start planning your goals. So like the long-term goal is to obviously help more and more you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the medium goal what are the type of things you could do for those shoes mm. then obviously the short term goal would be like what are you going to do in the next up to six months to try to get into back into that sector again who them or me you so obviously it's something that you want to do in it this is your goal yeah so um i don't if i want to get back in the sector but you know what everybody said i should manage i might want to manage you want to manage yeah nice. i might want to manage i think it's about time now but you see you know the problem with me I can't see myself stuck on, the, on that desk and start hiring and firing, bro. You understand me? I'm a foot soldier. So why don't you find people like you and try to create a team? Okay, I've done it before and I'm going to keep it real. When you got to, there's, listen, I've worked with certain black men, right? You can't trust them. <laughs> Let's just be real deal, Holly feel. Oh, I've worked smart. with certain black men. Well, what it is, they know I'm the brain. Soon, oh, Steve, let's do this and do that. The first thing they want to know is, how can we get funding? You start telling me that we can't do business because you're more interested in the funding than the kids. Mm. I want passionate people, and it's hard to get that. Mm-hmm. Fully they just want this. It's the truth. 
that's what I'm saying. People like you, so you gotta actually know them. That's hard to find, though. It's hard to find. Like, wow, it's hard to find, bro. <laughs> it's hard to find. It's hard to find. It's really sad, and it really kind of grieves me that right you know what I mean. When I, when I get some people call me, I said, "What are you calling me for?" I said, "Listen, I'm not interested because I know what it is. Funding. That's the first thing. Yeah, when can we get some funding?" Say like we get about like 50k next minute you're siphoning the money and you're gone later i don't want to be a part of that yeah do you understand you know but management i think that's a goal but you see another thing is i'll say that and maybe next time i'll see i say you know what kev boy you know what i couldn't do the management because i want to be the foot soldier you know what it is i like to get my hands dirty yeah you know like you know in harrow there's a place where i used to call it the bronx Yeah? yeah i used to go in there and talk to the youth and the other guys that detach work didn't want to go with me do you understand what i'm saying because yeah. they frightened i said come man because <laughs> it's no point being on the on the computer because you're detaching yourself from the problem get into the problem and that could be a sticking point now so watch this space cave i think you'll be the first person i'll tell <laughs> if i'm gonna and I, I think management's good for me but see if management you could the way you're thinking it, you're thinking of it as just being the boss, but you could be a foot soldier too. Cause no, not in that game, go. see? In your game, you can. You see, that's a different. You can mingle, yeah? yeah? But when you're in that industry, you're more in the background and, you know what I mean, you're doing the meetings and doing that and doing supervision and all that. It's good, yeah? See, with you now, you're all right, Kev, because you can kind of mingle because you're still kind of soldiering on it. Still, but in that industry, no. So... It will more probably be, I don't know. Like I said, watch your space. You'll be the first one I'm going to tell. Right. I keep everyone updated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, to, that's, this has actually been a good interview. Like, you yeah. had some great stories to tell. This yeah, been, man. Can I just say, this has been the best one yet. <laughs> I can't lie. Listen, you see me? I'm very transparent. I ain't got nothing to hide because I'm proud of what I've done and achieved. Do you understand? And, yeah. and you know, what I did before has made me who I am now. Yeah. Do you understand? You know, you know I told you it would be an interview because I knew, and I, I, I did it for you because I know you want to hear the real shit. I, you know, I've done many interviews. You know what I mean? I've, I do talks in schools and I blow people's mind. I've had people standing up, standing ovation. Do you understand? But there's one thing I need to speak before we go and is a lot of parents out there are deluded. And a lot of parents out there are living off the children's proceeds of crime. And I've seen it and it's so sad. Do you know what I mean? I remember a woman said to me, Steve, could you do me a favor and find out what my son's doing? I said, okay. And I rang her as a friend and I said, listen to me. He's selling brown and white. She go, what do you mean brown and white? I said, Erin and crack cocaine. She goes, nah, no way. I weed it myself. Hello? <laughs> them time you're driving an Audi, Audi TT, them yeah, time it's 32 yeah. grand car. <laughs> weed ain't got... <laughs> you know how you mean cracking me up. Weed cannot... You know, you know, nah, you, everybody knows in here. You can't get... Weed can't make you get that car, right? Yeah. You understand me? Deluded. There's no, deluded. Fast, yeah. yeah, and there's... And, and there's, I know, another... Uh, uh, um, a mum... I got my friend was telling me that he took them to court him the mom and the two boys the car was parked up the two boys went to jail they got eight and four years 
Hey, the mom to my friend. So what am I going to do with the car? How am I going to live? Sell the fucking car in it. Yeah? You <laughs> ain't got your sons no more to give you what you're going to give you. Mm. Sell the car. That's what you need to do. So, and it's sad because it shouldn't be like that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? You know, it shouldn't be like that. And I don't like parents saying, why me never know? You know, some do, some, there's some parents out there that don't know. But you know the ones that do know. You know when you yeah, know yeah. it. You know them ones, innit? They do nothing. I feel like most parents, they're just no, in not denial. all, not all, not all. There's some really? that say, no, 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 no. We had that conversation before, yeah, Kevin. It, yeah. Some that you don't. Some know. some parents won't have a clue what's going on, but there's a lot of them going that pretend. You mm. understand me? Mm. Like a woman said to me one time. I said, you know, parents need to stop enabling their kids. And this woman came, and she came up to me. She goes, after I did the talk, she goes. What, what, what kind of thing you're talking about? Oh, means a cleaner and blah, blah. See, when she was saying and she was waving her hand, I was getting dazzled by diamonds. She's a cleaner. And in them time that she was driving an SLK. So I want to know if that's a cleaner, you must be cleaning money. Or if that's it, I want your job. You understand me? So I hit a nerve. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's the only problem I got with us. Do you know what I mean? You know, we, as, as a black people, you can't do that. You know what I mean? If your kids are doing what they're doing, doing, but don't, don't enable any of them. And, and don't be taking their money. Because I know a woman took, said, oh, no, I might money this. No, 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 I might. Say, like, it's you. Say, no, 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 man, I might money this. I know Kevin money this. So they said, okay, if it's not Kevin's money, can we take it to the police station? We'll count it, yeah? And you can come, count it, sign it, you can leave, and then we'll find out, we'll do a finance check. She, Aaron, a finance, you can finance all you want. And my money, when they found out that wasn't your money, she got done for money laundering. Mm-mm. She got 12 months. You know, and it's sad. But thanks for having me, Kev. It's been a, it's a pleasure. And um, hopefully we can do this again, but it's been fantastic. Do you have um, any advice for, like, do you start in this? Like, what, what would you say for them to, like, get out? Like, what's the best way or anything like that? You know and I know it's one of the hardest questions to deal yeah, with at this present moment. But I got, a, I got a saying to every you. You got three yards in life, yeah? You got your yard, prison yard and graveyard. Choose one. That's it. So in other words, you can stay in your house, want your yard, mm. if you want to go to prison or you end up in a graveyard. That's all I could say because you know these kids when they're in it it's hard for them to come out of it some you can catch but you know what all I can say is just do the right thing do you know what I mean and you know try not to get exploited because you know what it's like they get exploited them. these young boys are getting exploited you know what I mean you know I'll just say yeah take that give that to him over there for me that's it what just like that yeah what? and that's it so true. you know it's easy come on I say yeah what what, you want some more? You want some more? And that's it. They're in the twilight zone. That's it. They're in their zone. But that's what I say. And that's, that's, I always use this. You've got three yards, your yards. If you want to stay in the yard, stay in the yard. If you don't, you've got prison yard and you've got graveyard. Because if you don't stay in your yard, it's the graveyard and prison yard you're going to go. On that note, thank you very much, you all. And it's been a pleasure. So for the people that are watching, um, they might want to know how to contact you because there might be someone right now saying oh i need this man's help like he could help me out like he's been through it he can relate to me 
Um, so is there any like Kevin, social medias? Or well, numbers? just Kevin can get hold of me, and I'll take it from there. I'll meet the person anywhere. If it's yeah. a parent that wants them, their son to, you know, of drugs, I can signpost them. I can speak to them. I'll be a mentor for them. Nice. Um, if anybody needs me to go to a community center or school to talk about crimes and consequences, I'll do it. It's not a problem. I like, I like to help people. I like, I like to run an extra mile. I've been there. I've worn the t-shirt. It's in the bin. So it doesn't matter. My number. Kevin's got my number. I'll just take it from there. Perfect. Is that so, cool? Yeah, perfect. All Thank right. you. So what I'll do, guys, I'll leave my details in the description below. And then you can get in contact with me. I'll send you over to Steve. And then we'll go from there. Thank you for joining us today. And we'll see you lot later. And right now I'm here with my co-host. You will be showing face. Aji. Hi, guys. And our guests are going to let him introduce himself. Yo, you know it is, Jay. And I've come off the phone. And she's like, Mommy, but why did you say that? Why is this person doing that? So, and, I'm, and then I'm like, Wow, she's only three, but she knows that my emotions of course. have been tampered with. Yeah. Like, parents are naive, they don't know what their kids are doing because the kids are good at hiding stuff. When it came to the end of it, it wasn't just his brother, it was his older cousins that wanted to get him into doing fraud. They were punching him up like, bro, 